0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with Byte. Sometimes you can walk into a room of people and be able to describe the energy in the room. It can feel cold or hostile, or on the other end of the spectrum, it can feel warm and inviting. So bear with me a second as I head back to grade 6 science class, or better yet, a quote from Albert, from Albert Einstein. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. Here are a couple of my other favorite outlooks on energy, and it should get you settled in for today's podcast. Energy is contagious. Either you affect people or you infect people. We become what we think. Energy flows where attention goes. And finally, the things you do either give you energy or drain you. So choose wisely. I believe I have chosen wisely in bringing this topic to the podcast, and yes, I really doubt I would have picked this topic for a podcast about a year ago. But based on my personal experience and the shift that I've been making, I am more aware than ever about the power of our energy and our focus, and I wanted to share that with you. Energy healer, certified Reiki Reiki, mice, oh my gosh, I can do this! Reiki master, EFT and regression works practitioner, and author Diane Lantier joins us today. We're going to dive deeper into emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping, as well as discover thought field therapy. We've got so much to get to, so much more to come. So welcome to Living Your Life with Leanne Lang, the podcast brought to you by Extension Marketing. And for more information, as always, please go to extensionmarketing.com. Diane, great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so... I was starting to kind of go through the website. I was going through the work that you do. And then I was wondering, okay, I'm going to try to explain what it is that you do. But I think it'd probably be better when someone asks you, Diane, what is it that you do? How do you explain what it is? So there's what,
0: you know, what I do and how I do it, I think, are two different things. The how is... Primarily EFT. So, I am an energy healer. I do things in sessions that I can't necessarily explain. I'm going into energy, I'm moving things around, shifting things around, using my intuitive guidance. Uh, but I use all of that with EFT, which, in my experience, and I've been doing energy work for, well, I learned Reiki 17 years ago. And so that was my doorway into energy work. And it often is for people, it's kind of the gateway into energy and in and, and that world. And then I learned EFT. And for me, it's just the most powerful tool, it's effective. And I'll tell you the EFT um, explanation of, of how it works in a nutshell. So it's based on energy it's like acupuncture without needles is how it's often described so acupuncturists work with your energy system right you have meridians meridians are like veins that carry energy and then you hear about chakras so chakras are uh, energy centers in that system of energy an acupuncturist you'll tell them about your issues your problems They'll do some quick tests. They know the meridian system inside and out. So they're going to know which meridian to go stick needles in, which points. Um, but they're working on the blockages in the energy system that are contributing to your emotional and physical uh, symptoms,
1: issues, problems. Usually, though, people are going to acupuncture for for pain, right? For Once yes. you think for healing, for rehab, for, you know... Tr- trying to make yeah for feel physical, better, physical things. Physical I think people stuff. usually will book in an acupuncturist for.
0: Yes. And what a lot of people are not aware of or resist um, sort of knowing or, or getting is that there's usually an emotional cause to physical pain, right? The physical pain is a symptom of an emotional thing. So that's a whole other conversation. Um, but in, in the world of people who work with energy, that belief is pretty common. So they go hand in hand so with EFT I don't need to know the meridian system inside and out and that's where the tapping comes in so there's a kind of called a basic recipe where you tap on the side of your hand with a sort of affirmation um, that you say a couple of times and then when you're tapping on different points of the head with a reminder phrase so you're tuning into the issue that you want to work on whether it's a memory or a feeling or a limiting belief or any kind of belief, when you're tapping, you are tapping into those meridians and you don't need to know which one is causing the problem. And the idea between uh, behind EFT is that any negative emotion or belief is caused by a disruption in your energy system. So when we're tapping on those meridians, we're clearing out the energy um disruption that's contributing to the emotion so you think back to an event in grade three something somebody said that you've been carrying with you and it creates this disruption in your energy so when you remember it and then you do the tapping it clears the energy and now you're neutral about the memory so it removes the emotional charge attributed with the memory that's the basic explanation in a nutshell of EFT and then I bring it into my world as a tool that I use to help people release whatever we discover needs to be shifted. So it's the shifting tool. So when you have a painful memory, a limiting belief, a feeling about something that doesn't feel good, then we can pretty much clear anything, um, I can tell you my belief around EFT and why it works. It's a more spiritually based belief. And I just think that as, as spiritual beings, we all, you know, we often say we're spiritual beings in a physical body. I do believe that. I think we're infinite beings. We're pieces of the universe and we're here to manifest greatness. Right? So, All of the other stuff, all of the pain, the trauma, the sadness, the grief, the anger, the the anxiety, all of that stuff. It's just crap that we've picked up in these human bodies. You know, you're a baby, you learn the world, you learn about the world from the people around you, you have pain, you learn about that, and we're often told in this world that we have to just manage that, we're just stuck with it, you can't really let it go, or you know, in, in many, many ways, I'm not a psychologist, I don't understand all of the ins and outs of why we we pick stuff up. But that's what happens, right. And thankfully, we have tools like energy healing and EFT and other tools to actually help us release those things, because it's not an integral part of who you are as a spiritual being as a piece of the universe, that anger doesn't belong to you. Right? The universe is not angry, at least not in my world. So anything that isn't that peace, that ease, Um, you know, the the creation of what you're here to create can be released and shifted. And what happens is, as you release that pain, you naturally get back into that, your own vibe of greatness
1: and ease, because that's what's inside of you. All of the other stuff is just kind of piled up on top of it. When did you realize, as we're going to dive deeper into a lot of this, that you carried with you a different energy, a different source, right? Like, I find that there's certain people who can sense energy, can sense other things, right? You you speak as, as being a spiritual being, and that's even different from the norm. I think there's yeah. I think there's a new mindset. I think there's a growth from the general population that they've opened up a little bit more. Meditation's becoming more streamed. The words mindfulness are becoming you know, more commonplace in a discussion, even in a workplace. So There were people who are opened up to the concept now, but there are people who just innately feel like they have it or they, you know, there's, there's a born, they're born with it. I know that there's an ability to feel and see things that others can't. When for you, did you realize that there was something a little different (laughs) about about you or what you were feeling or sensing that you realized other people weren't at that same time?
0: For me, it was really in my university years. Uh, that I realized that I knew things about people that I shouldn't know so in the sense that it's not something that was told to me I just knew things that's kind of you know when you're studying um, intuitiveness when you're studying psychicness you, you you're often told for, mo- for a lot of people um, you, it starts with one of the senses, right? Knowing, feeling, it might be hearing things. They're called different things like clairaudience and clairvoyance. So for me, it was always just, I just knew things, but I didn't know that I knew things that I didn't know. Right. Right. I just thought they're just common sense things. And I would actually say things like, well, well, it's obvious. Just look at their face. Obviously. To to me, it was just, I just look at somebody and I, I sometimes will talk to people and say, like, well, so what do you see when you're walking around the street? Because <laughs> I very, I don't just see faces. I mean, sometimes I do and I'm caught up in my own world. But I there's, there's just this multidimensionality that I see way more than just somebody's face, right? And I've learned to, I mean, I don't want to feel everybody's pain. So that's part of the process as well, kind of learning to manage what you're aware of and what you want to be aware of because we are in control and we can do that I think everybody has that gift it's just that those of us who I think become aware that we have the gift and choose to uh, you know I'm not one of those people who was psychic at three and had a grandmother who trained Mm -hmm. me and you know you hear those stories as well I just knew things. And I saw things in the dark when I was little, and it scared me. And, and then, you know, in university, I realized that I knew things that I shouldn't know. And then I started reading about angels. And I just, you know, I started reading and researching and and playing with my my gifts and practicing. How does one play with their gifts, if you don't
1: mind me asking? Okay, so
0: one of the things that I would do, for example, when I would go to work, is at the buildings where there's like, three elevators, I would guess to myself which elevator was coming, just to see if I was right. Or if I'm driving, I have the feeling I should go this way when the logical sort of obvious is this way. And then I would follow that. So a lot of just little things where I would just follow my gut and see where it would lead me. And I think often what happens is when we when you follow your gut, and nothing happens because you have avoided something. You don't get that, um, you don't get the validation because you've avoided something. So for example, one time I was at my aunt's house in Montreal and I was supposed to come back home on the Monday and on the Sunday, I just kept hearing, go home, go home, leave today, go, go, go. I didn't know why, there was no logical reason, but I learned most of the time, (laughs) I still don't always listen to myself, But I, it was strong enough that I thought I just need to go for whatever reason. Nothing happened. But I'd rather follow that and avoid what might have happened. You know, and once I made the choice and the decision to go and I was on my way, I felt at peace again. And it was so you don't always have that validation when you follow your gut. On the other hand, sometimes you do get the validation. And then sometimes people will say, well, that's a coincidence. So if you're attributing things to coincidence, you're never going to actually see the magic. That's inside of you and that's around you and that you're creating, right? Because then people are attributing things to not only just coincidence, but beyond that, we're we're saying that it's the world that's in control as opposed to I created this and I made this happen, which is a very different point of view. It's a very
1: different outlet. Yeah. And outlook. And I think you have to have people that are ready to be able to... Sh- it's very difficult to shift the mindset from a very, you know... People are very set in their ways. Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult if you don't do the work.
0: If you're ready to do the work, if you just even have that little opening of, I would like to look at that, I would like to release this, part of the work that I do with my EFT is to get people into that more empowered space of being a creator. I talk about that all the time with my clients and when I do my group sessions that I do not, and I think this is one of the things that separates me from a lot of other coaches or healers or teachers, and there are a lot of other people who feel this way as well, but I really look at everybody as a creator of your experience, and I don't believe that you're a victim of anything. So yes, you can be the victim of somebody's actions, but not in that definition, but the victim consciousness, that I'm at the mercy of anything in my life, of any situation or any person, that's—it's uh, an—it's—it feels really real sometimes, but it's not. It's not a spiritual truth. It's not a universal. It's not a universal truth. You, if you're a piece of the universe, then you can create anything. And the moment, the one percent where you make yourself a victim, or you believe you're a victim, or you believe anybody else in the world is a victim you open that space up for the victim consciousness. And so for me, it's really important that as we're working with EFT and clearing out negative beliefs, and negative emotions, and you know, just the ickiness or where you feel blocked, sometimes people don't have any like, big trauma in their lives. But they feel blocked, and they feel like they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And they don't feel fulfilled. And again, you have to go find, well, what did you learn about yourself that makes you feel that way? That what, it, what, what do you think about yourself that keeps you out of that space of being the creative force and genius that you're here to be? And so as we clear that, like I was saying before, we're releasing what you've learned, what the world has told you, to go back to your own inner power and knowledge of, wait a minute, but maybe I can do this. Maybe I can create this. And I might not know how right now. But I'm going to stay open to that and I'm going to make this happen.
1: That's the shift that can happen. When I talk about right off the, the start of the interview, you know, I talk about an energy and an mm-hmm. energy in a room, you know, you can feel that. Like sometimes yes. you can walk in and be like, oh yeah, it is like, there's some hostility here. Like I'm not talking about like the elephant in the room. There's just, yeah, there's something there. And yet you can also walk into a room and just feel like, oh, there's, this is warm. It's welcoming. The people here have a good vibe. There's a good energy Is that real? It is to me. I mean, it is
0: to you, obviously. It is, yes. So again, I think everybody has that ability. It's whether you believe it or not, whether you trust yourself or not, right? And that's why I said, like, for me, I used to practice with these little, you know, oh, I got a, a feeling I should do this. So I'll do that and then see what happens. I've always been valid, not always, but often been validated enough to think, wow, I that's why I should have done that or I didn't do that. Again, not attributing to coincidence. So I think everybody has that ability, but you have to believe it, right? And and like you said, if you go into a room and you have that negative energy and you feel it and you just kind of wave it off like it's nothing, then you might not have a great time or something bad might happen. And then – but – and. Often when I'm working with people on releasing a negative memory or a traumatic memory, there will often be this moment, we dig back, we peel back, and then we get to this moment where the person had this moment where they knew, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have gotten in that car. And it always comes back to the self anger. I'm angry at myself for not listening to myself. It often comes back to that. That moment in time when I knew I shouldn't open the door, I shouldn't do this. It's not a blaming thing, but at the core, people are kind of blaming themselves for that. And then we can clear that and and shift so much by healing that pain. So people know they just don't necessarily believe that they know.
1: because okay, I'm I'm, try, I'm going through the steps to kind of build up to an energy that we're able to to create and and change and. I'm not trying to say spin it around, but like when I talk about how we feel, when mm-hmm. you had people come to you for Reiki, yeah, you know, they had to be open enough to think that energy matters to be able to even book an appointment or to come in for that, yes. right? You could go into an acupuncture appointment and think you're dealing with physical pain. Yes. And then not realize the energy that's being worked on. But yes. But if you have even someone booking in a Reiki appointment, they're already open a little bit to understanding
0: Yes, and EFT is a bit different because it's a, Reiki is, it's pure energy, you know, it's, it's an energy healing thing. The client is laying down, you're receiving. But they're not
1: even touching, like, you're hardly touching the person and yet there's an ability and I, it's funny because I, as I mentioned, right, I've, I have opened up my world a lot in the last two years and so I went and had one of these Reiki treatments because I was just feeling really I couldn't explain it, but really blocked. And I felt as I was going through this, this treatment, like I couldn't breathe. Like there was a point where like I, like I was grasping for breath. Right. And, and I was thinking, how is this possible? This person's not even touching me. And I'm, I'm at the point right now where I'm on this table and I, and I can't catch my breath. Right. What was happening
0: well, what's I mean, going on?
1: I don't know because I'm not that practitioner who did it. Sometimes
0: when we're when we're on the heart chakra, people will find it hard to breathe. I mean, that's where you hold all mm-hmm. your emotions, and I, I find often again not having been in that session, being right. a practitioner, a practitioner, it's I, I, I don't know necessarily what was going on. Uh, sometimes people come to us and they're r- really resistant. And I have that happen with my sessions as well. What I was going to say, though, just to sidetrack is EFT is different because there are people who will come to me who don't necessarily believe in energy. Whereas mm-hmm. like you're, you say, when you're doing Reiki, you've got to be open because it's it's really energy work. Right. With EFT, there's this kind of, it is energy work, but because of the tapping and because we're talking through what's going on, it's just this it can appear to be a more mental exercise, even though I'm even though it's an energetic exercise. So I think it opens the door to more people, you know, who are just, I really just want to release this emotional pain, or I really want to release this memory, or I want to feel better, or I'm not sleeping well, or, you know, I, I'm not happy where I am in my life. So what I need there is just that opening to maybe it's possible that I could feel better. And then we can start from there. So it works even if you don't believe in energy. And the same thing with Reiki. It's just that people are more likely to try it if they have that opening to energy work, right? It's going to work whether you believe in it or not. Um, but I was, what I was going to say is possibly what was happening with you is, is a resistance mm-hmm. to whatever you were maybe letting go. So sometimes people think, I really want to let this go, but then there's another part of them that doesn't. And so that resistance can be very, very strong.
1: They could be it. It could just have been like the emotions coming out that made you feel I that way. I could not catch my breath. It's mm-hmm. like for a while. Like right. Like it was it seemed like it was like a minute in between every deep inhale. Like it right. was a it was a very powerful thing. And it was my first experience doing it. Right. You know, and and you know, they were talking about the chakras, you know, and and as you mentioned right off the top when you were talking about acupuncture and it's just a very different um It's a different way of thinking. And for people who have started into the meditating world, which I've been very open and honest on this podcast about, it's realizing as you're just sitting there, right, you're trying to be able to release on on your own blockages that you have or to be able to release the energy. Yeah. It really is like energy is that powerful. Yes, it is. And we
0: in our world make the physical reality the most meaningful, right? So – you, you see something with your eyes and you make that more meaningful than what you know in your gut. That's what we do. But as an infinite being, as a piece of the universe, as a spiritual being, I try to get people to get back to that space of, you know, you know, I cannot stand these like memes and sayings about I don't know anything and be humble and you don't know anything. And no, that's not true. We know more than we think we do. When I work with people and I ask them a question, what happened then or how do you feel about this? And they say, I don't know. My answer is always, you do. I do not buy, I don't know. You have way more knowledge than you think you do. And the key to getting even more knowledge is to acknowledge that you have knowledge. Because to shut down and say, oh, I don't know anything. I'm just this little person on the planet. No, I don't believe that. That's not where I come from. And that's not what I'm about and that's not what I'm encouraging you to be. So if you can acknowledge that you have knowledge as an infinite being that you may not be aware of, you might not know that knowledge and sometimes people resist having the knowledge.
1: I've seen that happen too. They don't want to know. They don't want to know what they know. What happens when there is a breakthrough? When there is an ability for someone to be able to say, "Okay, I do know." Or this is where the block is what happens? well that's
0: super empowering for that person or for me when that I actually love I love I call them nuggets when I find a nugget and we have that breakthrough there's nothing like that feeling because then that can shift so much Um, I mean you can get you can get a lot of shifts but when you find that peace you know like deep in the unconscious and and this is what I've been oh there's this belief and as we're peeling through the layers and releasing stuff more comes up oh I have this oh wait a minute there's that and the more they do this work the more they make the connections oh wait I don't know if this is connected but this just popped up yes if it popped up it's connected let's let's release it right everything is always linked and intertwined and most of the time we have to go to childhood and release stuff that we've learned in childhood sometimes it's really severe trauma and sometimes it's just something somebody said
1: to you That you've you know taken in. Okay, so when you talk about releasing it though, Mm -hmm. and you talk about how in the work that you do, there's the discussion, there's the dialogue, and then there's you know there's there's touch right Mm because there's tapping. How is it done so that you're doing it, and then you know, are you tapping? Are they tapping? Where are you? So where are you tapping? So I do my
0: sessions remotely so we can do it through video, we can do it by phone. People often think they have to be in person. You don't. It's energy. There's no time and space. It doesn't matter. See so that like, that
1: for me just freaks me out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, that's like people call into psychic lines all the time and the psychic doesn't, you know, you're not with the psychic. It's just energy. You you can you can definitely do that. It's the same thing. So, that's the first piece. You don't have to be in person.
1: Okay, can I just say something? And I'm so sorry, but most people don't buy into the, you know, the call the 1-900 number at, uh, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning when you're desperate and you can't sleep and you think this is going to help. Like, people will... But beyond the 1-900 numbers, there
0: are healers and psychics all over the world and people will get angel readings done or whatever you want to call them, you know, from readers from psychics and it might not be a 1-900 number in, or 1-800-900 numbers are I different don't, I, but right. <laughs> I,
1: I, because I automatically kind of think and I'm sorry and I'm no, I don't you mean don't too to fend, right but like it's it's cheesy it's a money grab mm-hmm. you know they're playing on your emotions they're playing on your vulnerability so you don't believe in psychics at all then I think I I th- I but I I do in a sense just not on that one nine hundred. Okay, so forget okay. the one nine hundred. Okay, but people number. are exposed to that, and it and it and it does. It gives you kind of a sense right. of it's the the money grabber. You kind of get these neon lights in a window, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. with the magic ball. But what I'm and, saying, and is it doesn't, it I don't think it translates that there are authentic. I do believe people who have a gift, right, and then I believe that there are scam artists and. I agree. Okay, so I it's, agree. It's hard to separate, and so how do you get a believer or a non-believer who wants to open up to something mm-hmm. to be able to say, "I can trust in this," but I? How do you? How do you? How do you see through the bullshit?
0: Well, that's a different topic than whether you can do it by phone okay. or not, right? right? It it just came up, so yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, again, you have to go with your gut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also, if we're gonna talk about reading, I mean there are everybody's different every every healer every intuitive does things differently I'm not like the psychic that's going to tell you your future that's not my vibe and that's not the stuff that I get when I do when I do readings with people which I don't really do anymore it's just kind of incorporated into my energy work um it's more of a conversation with the universe it's more like what you know what would happen if I keep going down this road or you know my my preferred thing is what would you like to create in your life Okay, so if you'd like to create that, then, you know, clear this out, move this, change this. This is, you know, it's more like guidance for your life. I don't do the prediction thing. Um, But there are people who who that's their gift. There are people whose gift is mediumship. There's there's a whole variety, even with EFT, different practitioners, like you bring your own thing, Mm -hmm. You, you like anything else, like podcasts, you bring you bring Leanne to the podcast world, Right. We're all bringing our own thing
1: into what we're doing, right? Which is why people will feel a connection to one way of doing it and to another. It's exactly what what it is that you offer, and and that the people are going to feel they need.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I know that I'm not for everybody. In my personal life and in my energy work, I know I'm not for everybody. Uh, But you know, if you, if you're looking to truly experience a release a shift to have some real empowerment that's where that's I think where I excel Uh, but so you were asking before about how to
1: actually release stuff right what does it mean to actually release? what does it actually mean to release something so that's
0: why I was saying like you don't have to be um, you don't have to be in person first of all because it is energy and but I offer video so if somebody feels better about seeing me then we can do it by mm. video. So again, the tapping, the EFT is is the tool that I use to clear the thing that needs to be cleared. A session would look like, you know. So what would you like? What would you like to work on? Sometimes people don't know. Sometimes people know. I feel this way, or I didn't, I can't sleep well, or, you know, I have this horrible memory in my life, and you. But sometimes people don't know. And then my question is always, well, what would you like to change in your life? What would you like to fix? What thing are you not happy about? And we start there. My job is to ask the questions. And that's where my intuition comes in. Asking the right questions, knowing when, it's hard to explain, but I know when there's something deeper that you haven't expressed yet, sometimes I might actually feel it and be able to know. Okay, there's an anger there. Sometimes uh, often people can't acknowledge that they're angry. So there's some anger there that I feel. So I'll ask you, okay, are you angry? Da, da da da. You might say, "Well, yes." Okay, so what are you angry about? It's a conversation and I'm asking questions to find the nuggets, to find what we what we need to release. And then the other piece is because I don't buy that you're a victim of anything. Anytime somebody says, "Well, you know, but this, this is a truth, there's this. Then I say, Okay, well, then let's clear that because to me, that's not a truth. That's the truth that you've believed that is creating your pain. So
1: we clear it and the way we clear it is using the EFT. Okay. And you just said that it's, it's what we tend to believe. And this is something, right? It's what our subconscious has done, right? It's, we're thinking most of the time in the past, past experiences, past, you know, thoughts. And also then we're looking at, well, then that's going to happen in the future, right? So we're not actually, as, as I'm learning, just being in the present moment. Right. But when we use this word, that's becoming much more commonplace, like these limited beliefs. Yeah. What are we saying when we say limited beliefs? Like, what does that entail? Any belief that keeps you out of, my
0: life is easy. I create everything. I have joy in my life. Like, any, any belief. So, for example, let's, you know, money is a big thing. People like to have money. But there's a lot of fear around money. And there's a lot of fear around success. You know, if I make too much money, um, people will stop talking to me. If I make too much money, people will judge me. A limiting belief might be I can't make more money because I don't know how or I can't I can't make money as a limiting belief because it's limiting your ability to make money right but then you you have to you have to be in that awareness that I can create something else that's where being a creator is is important because if you're a victim of your circumstances then you're going to believe that your money flow and your ability to create money it's actually not your ability to create money and you're limited by your environment you're limited by i have this job and that's how much i make a week or every two weeks and there's no other possibilities so that's what i'm limited to i mean there's that's the limit those are limiting beliefs right there there's a whole bunch in there probably right because you're you're limited belief is, well, I can't find another job, or I can't change jobs because of this, or I can't get a promotion because of this, or I don't have any skills that I can monetize, or, 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 you know, all of these things, anything that keeps you out of your flow of creation, anything that keeps you out of joy and prosperity, those are all, to me, limiting beliefs, because they're limiting you.
1: Hmm and they're really really just beliefs. They're just They are beliefs. really really though most of the 90% of our thought process through a day. Yeah. But isn't for you meditation has changed that for me? Right. Well, I yes, but there's a difference between, you know, choosing to to meditate so that you can calm you know, the voice in your head, or there's the choice to manifest, you know, to sit there and try to be able to manifest the things that you want or you desire. Like I, I'm not trained well enough yet, you know, like I, I, like I look at this like an, like an athlete, right? I am, I am training, I am practicing, but I have yet to at all be, you know, successful or, you know, that I've competed well in meditation. I'm just in the practice stages because I don't even know yet where, you know, what I could be sitting still, could I be manifesting, I'm, I'm, I'm I will coming tell to you terms that- with all that, but I do definitely feel an energy shift. Yeah. Like I feel within the first minute of changing my breath and changing, you know, just relaxing, I do feel a different energy take over. This podcast is brought to you by Extension Marketing. They're a new breed of marketing agency that acts as your virtual marketing department, designing and implementing cost-effective marketing strategies that will grow your business. I can speak to this personally as I've been using the extension marketing team to help me launch and grow my business. Founder Pat Whalen has been a lifesaver for me, a genuine coach guiding me along the way into unchartered territory. Tell them you're a friend of the show and receive a free one-hour consultation. Check them out at extensionmarketing.com.
0: And I would tell you there's a third option, there's a mm-hmm. third choice, which is to go and release the thing that is making you feel like you've got a. To- manage the stress because medi- I think meditation and I am not a, a meditation person I mean I would do my own thing mm-hmm. but I'm not I've probably not even done it as much as you have you know in a year you've probably done it more than <laughs> I've done it in my lifetime um, so I'm not a meditation expert but when you hear meditation being talked about as a tool for relieving stress you know the work that I do is let's go get rid of the stress. Let's change your, your point of view so that you're not seeing that as stressful, so that you're releasing the triggers because all of those things you've learned as a child and into your adulthood that you've learned are stressful or that you've, you've experienced as stressful, if you go back and you release that charge around those things and you shift those beliefs and you start shifting into believing that you are a creator you don't feel out of control anymore. And a lot of stress is feeling, I don't know how to handle this. You know, I get that with my car, because I'm car stupid, I don't know anything. And then if my car doesn't start, I I like I freak out. Because and I'm not in my power, then I am not in my power. I'm not like perfect, right? Far from perfect. And those are the moments where and but I'm aware that I'm out of my power. And my fear is, I don't know how to manage, like, I don't know how to, I'm, I'm not in control. I don't, how do I, what do I do? Who do I call? How am I fixing this? Those are really intense for me because I'm not in my power. And when I can shift back and go, hang on a second, just, you know, reel it in, do some tapping, clear this stuff, clear this fear, this belief that I'm not in my power or that I don't know what to do, when I can clear that out and shift that out boom, I'm back in my power. And now I know who to call and, and things happen, you know, magically. And
1: it, it works that way. Or you, you call the CAA. (laughs) And well,
0: when you're, so when you're stressed, when you're in anxiety, and you're stressed, you might block. And not even know I don't have the CAA. So in my in that moment, I'm like, uh, I'm just thinking. And I, this is a it's a specific example for me because it happened not too long ago. I took the day. I have a regular job, by the way. I do. I have. I do a lot of different things. I took the day off to take my son to a doctor's appointment. I get in the car and my car won't start. Again, I'm car stupid. I don't know what's going on. It's probably the battery, but still, now I have to. Plan B, how am I going to get him to the doctor? So I Ubered. And then as I'm doing that, I'm calling my local garage and trying to find out. And I'm thinking, oh my God, how much is this going to cost? I go into the tizzy of, is this going to be like a thousand dollar repair? You know, you you kind of, your mind just goes, and this for me is the car, is like, this is where I go. And I, the whole time that we're Ubering to the doctor and going to the doctor, I'm doing my energy work. I'm using my tools to like clear out this panic, this fear, whatever is going on inside of me. And what ended up happening is the garage came and boosted me. I figured out why the battery died. It was fine. The car didn't need repairs, but I still needed to be boosted. And the garage did it for free. They came to me. They did it for free, and all I had to do was go, like, drive the car around for 40 minutes to make sure the the battery, you know... But I had this huge, you know, oh, my God, it's going to cost so much money. I don't know what i do. I'm useless with this, da-da-da-da-da, all of the stress and anxiety. And then once I used my tools and started thinking, okay, but it doesn't have to be this way, the next thing I know, it's all sorted out. It was easy. The garage was super nice. It didn't cost me a penny. And it all went really, really well. And to me, I know that in my internal world, you know, it. I know that it, it made a mm-hmm.
1: difference for me doing all of that. Can I ask you something on a much deeper... Like, car is one thing. Sure. What happens when people are dealt really difficult situations? Mm-hmm. Illness, from right? Like, you can't... You can't undo a cancer diagnosis. Like... How do people deal with emotions or or the shift in their energy when they are really dealt some very difficult life circumstance? So EFT. (laughs) No, this is good, but I I want people, because I I feel like there's going to be listeners going, okay, Leanne, but like seriously, I just lost my husband. My child is sick. I'm sick. You know, this all sounds great and all, but the reality is life is not always... You know, oh, absolutely. I, but these right. are the tools. Okay. Life is not
0: always peachy, right? But the tools help you make life. Okay, so let, better. let's. Okay, so, so let's go
1: through. So let's say, yeah, a horrible. Someone's just been given a diagnose. You know, yes. been diagnosed with an illness. Sure. Go. Okay, <laughs> so
0: let's say you let's say you've been diagnosed with with cancer, which is what, which was your example. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I'm going to heal your body. That's not my thing. And I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to make any such claims. But what I can help you with is to help you heal, shift, I like shift better, Um, change how you perceive your illness. So your pain around that, your emotional pain around your illness the things that you believe about yourself, the things that you believe about your illness, if you get, let's say, a breast cancer diagnosis, and you feel like that's the end of the world, well, there's a lot there that we can shift and change so that you feel more, you you feel okay with it. You're not blaming yourself, you're not blaming the world, you're not in anger, because anger is super toxic. Shame is super toxic. Shame will keep you in a downward spiral anger at yourself, anger at the world, there's sadness, there's grief, there's all of this stuff, there's so much space to work on making you feel better. And there are a lot of people who have physical illnesses, who heal or who they're positive about their life, even though they have an illness. So to me, that's the space where I can go help people. And when you believe in the emotional, physical, connection you know I don't know if you've ever heard of Louise Hay she was the 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 woman behind the the publishing house Hay House publishing which is like the leading publisher for spiritual esoteric I guess I don't know what you want to call it and she had a movie and a book called you can heal your life well, she's got a lot of books and in that book it talks about the emotional physical connection and the, the mind connection as well and has pages and pages of all the different types of physical symptoms you can have, and the possible emotional cause or root to that physical illness. If you think, well, my, you know, I have this uh, emotional issue that I'm not dealing with, eventually it will come out in the body. That's that's the theory. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it that way, you know, cancer, or that it's in the breast... It has emotional um, significance, and therefore we can go look at that as well. That's another space where we can go work and heal what
1: may have brought you to that physical symptom. I did watch the movie Heal, which is, I find, um, fascinating and just the, the mind's ability, um, the, the energy, the positive reinforcement, the triggers, um, that we do have an ability to heal. Yeah based and and a lot of it is energy work and just but it's it's very fine tuned.
0: Yes, and I think where the energy work comes into play is that your mind can be saying one thing and your energy is saying another thing. So even if you are constantly repeating, you know, uh and I wrote something about this recently about how you can't just slap a happy thought onto your pain like a band-aid and expect things to change. It's a start. But you have to be in alignment with that thought. And alignment is, is you know, it happens at the energetic level. Because again, if you're carrying unconscious beliefs that say you can't do something, that is going to weigh a lot more heavily than your thought thinking, you know. So let's say you, let's say we talk about money again, or uh, let's say illness. So you're, you're meditating, or you're, you've got somebody telling you, you know, Think positive, you know. You you can create, and then you keep thinking, "I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy," but underneath it, you don't believe you actually can heal your body, or underneath it, you you know, well, you're diagnosed, so this is the reality, or um, you're just you know, like you have all of these other beliefs underneath it. You're that is gonna just carry more strength, and it's gonna create your reality more than the the thought, I'm, I'm healed, I'm healthy. Again, it's part of it. But there's more to it than just the thought, the energy and the aligning with that and the, you know, really being in your power, and believing that you have the ability to heal your body is super important. Because if you don't think you can actually do it, you're not going to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's the same thing with, let's say money. So do you know Wayne Dyer? Have you ever heard? Yes. Of? Okay, mm-hmm. so Wayne Dyer and there's this, um, uh, in the law of attraction world, there's Abraham Hicks. So Esther Hicks is a lady who channels this energy named Abraham. So they're, they're known as Abraham Hicks. So Wayne Dyer did an interview with Abraham Hicks. It's fascinating. I love it. And I had the audio because I like hearing their voices and getting really the energy of the conversation. And Wayne Dyer said in there. I'm a big fan of I am affirmations, you know, wake up at three in the morning and my I am affirmations. What do you think of that? And Abraham said, it doesn't matter what you say. It's what it's the energy behind it that matters. The universe is going to respond to your energy. So if you're saying, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, and underneath it, you're freaking about your debt, you're freaking out about your debt, the universe is going to respond to your freaking out about your debt, not to your thought. I'm rich so the energy piece is so
1: so so important so how does one shift that so EFT
0: (laughs) (laughs) so the energy healing so do you want me to give you an example of what it looks like yes like a concrete example yes okay so can we, it would be funner to play with this if you can, do you have something, do you have a belief, about, I don't know, about money well, or about yeah. anything well, that you think,
1: I can't shift this. But I Absolutely. Like, okay. I mean, and I was really honest, we're coming off after, you know, my 100th episode not long ago. Okay. But building a business, right? It's just like... You, you know I've been in a building phase and trying to be authentic to me and trying to stick with my messaging and so yeah it's it's taken a lot longer and there's a part of me that's going is this you know it can work I like I believe in something but financially you know like I've taken a, a massive <laughs> massive shift in that sense from what I so has so i I've, I'm constantly having to be able to say I this is going to work. I can do this. There will be. Yes. Okay. I'm going to jump in. Okay. I have
0: an idea of where we can work because obviously I can't open a can of worms. It's going to take you into like some deep emotional pain (laughs) (laughs) that you don't want to, that we don't have the time for. You don't want to, you know, talk about, but here's, here's a, right away when you were talking, something I picked up on, I think that we could change. Is your whatever you're feeling about this choice that you made. So even though mm-hmm. mentally you're like, I made the right decision, I'm doing what I love, da, 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 right. but the money. So what is up for you is there, it, regret might not be the right word, but you've got it. this is where you kind of have to not go with your mind. Okay. We're not working the logical. We're working that feeling stuff. We're working that, ugh, you know. So when you think about your, your decision to shift and to let right. go of that, you know, income, that stable income. So I'm not even going to go into the belief around what's possible for you because then we have to unpack like all of these beliefs around money. But let's just go on how you feel about letting go of that stable income. And so anything, again, you're not like, oh, I did the right decision because da-da-da. No, you want to go into the guts. No, I of was like,
1: naive in thinking that I could replace it. Okay, okay. I was naive,
0: and I, so do it, you. Right. So, how does that make you feel? Do you feel like, uh, do you feel kind of like, oh, I shouldn't have, or do you feel any bad in any way about it?
1: I feel any I've, kind of regret. Or, no, not the regret. It's just that why didn't I research? Like, why didn't I think it through okay. differently? So there is a kind of you did this wrong, or you should have. Done oh, I definitely it this feel way. like I did it certain things wrong. Absolutely.
0: Okay. And so in your mind, what do you think would have been a different outcome if you had done something differently? Hmm. Like I would have had a better plan? Like. And if you had had a better plan that mm-hmm. you would have more money?
1: That's a good question. I, like I, yeah. No, I probably needed to, I, no, what I needed to do, because I, I, I had to let go of what that was and start fresh. Right. And I was too scared to start fully fresh. Right. So there's regret on that. The regret is what? That I didn't just let, I didn't let go earlier okay. to be able to start from scratch and believe that I was now building something brand new. Okay. So I don't even understand all of that, but yeah. I don't need to. Okay. So let's work on the regret.
0: Okay. Okay. So what I'm going to have you do is tap on the side of your hand. And since this is... So I don't know if you Also, audio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try to narrate this as much as possible. Okay. So you're tapping on the side of your hand. Yeah. So you're going to take a deep breath. And I want you to repeat after me. Now, this sounds a little hokey. Okay. But just do it. Just...
1: Just if there's anyone else that's out there right now that's dealing with yeah. regret or a decision could they be doing this absolutely also? Okay. absolutely yes okay.
0: okay so even though I have all of this regret
1: so sorry you're gonna repeat oh, after gonna, me okay. yeah I want you to repeat so okay so even though I have all of this regret about not letting go earlier about not letting go earlier about hanging on about hanging on and not starting fresh and not starting fresh I deeply and completely I deeply and completely love and accept myself love
0: and accept myself so I'm just gonna keep tapping I'm just gonna explain this really quickly this is part of the basic recipe of EFT now I do my own thing a lot I switch it up I add things Um, but the whole point is to acknowledge that you have this feeling that you have this pain and it's okay I still love myself and a lot of times people can't say it they're sobbing I can't say it and I'm just patient it's okay people can't actually just go through the process of saying something sometimes people cannot say I love and accept myself that's horrible well it's a truth and so this could be like very healing even on on that level right so even though I've been carrying this regret even though I've been carrying this regret About not starting earlier. About not starting earlier. And about waiting too long. Waiting too long. About waiting too long. To make the change I wanted to make. To make the change
1: I wanted to make. And I've been regretting that. And I've been regretting that. And blaming myself for that. And blaming myself for that. I deeply and completely. I deeply and completely. Love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. So, my
0: hands move. (laughs) I'm just going to go into what I do. Can't explain this, but... And I'm letting all of that go now.
1: And I'm letting all of that go now. All of that blame. All of that blame. All
0: of that regret. All of that regret.
1: And all of that shame. And all of that shame. I'm letting all of that go now. I'm letting all of that go now. I am letting all of that go i do not need it anymore. I don't need it anymore. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. I deeply and completely... I deeply and completely... Love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. Okay, now we
0: haven't done any actual tapping on the head yet, so let me see where you're at with that regret. And is it still there or is it less or is it the same? That I can honestly say I don't know. Okay. So if you don't know, then it's gone. Because okay. if you if it were there, you would be able to feel it, just like you did before we started doing this. Okay. So go back to thinking of whatever you were thinking about that when you did the shift or that yeah. you didn't you didn't release what you mm-hmm. so just think about it really quickly. Yeah. Is there anything else coming up for you around that?
1: No, because I'm, no, I feel like I've been working through it, so. Well, we just worked through it. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens to me all the time,
0: is the shift can happen very quickly, and it's just, it just released, right? And, and then people say, oh yeah, well, you know, I've been, I've been in therapy for 10 years, and I'm like, we just did it, because you were just sobbing about it a few minutes ago. But the shifting is, is that, it can be that quick, and that gentle, that people actually forget how they felt about something. Um, so we originally were talking about money, right? And how you didn't have a plan and if you'd had a plan, then maybe
1: things would be flowing differently, right? If you knew more. There's yeah, so, you know, so, I, I was, I, I feel like the night I was naive, right? Right. Because I, I would just magically, you know yeah magically just remake a you know a nice six-figure salary okay yeah and so how does that feel now I feel deeply that I that it's possible okay that I will that I can and that feeling that you were naive how is that is that still there a, a little like to be honest with you yeah yes I but I I believe that it's so, an honest reflection, though, of of who I was and how I felt, yeah, yeah. and so, what I was dealing with.
0: There's a difference between, like you say, an honest reflection mm-hmm. of this was what I what happened, and then having that charge with it and like berating yourself for that naivety. Um, but the thing is, also, we didn't actually do any clearing on the naive part. We did the clearing on not having oh, a plan right, and right. not releasing what you know, like holding back. Because I think what you were saying is if I had made the shift earlier and followed my awareness, then things would
1: have, you know, I waited too long or I screwed yeah, up the plan by too waiting long too long. waited too long on changing the, on the way I was doing things, yeah. Right. Is that yeah. still there? Yeah, but, uh, yes, but my thing is, is that there's a reality, like, there's also, mm. so this is this. Mm. And I, Can we okay, do a yes. bit more? Right, but, like, there's the reality, right? Like, there's still reality of these were mistakes that Who's were made, reality, though? Well, it's my, it's, well, it's the reality that I've put on the situation. Right. These are like concrete things that I should have done and didn't do. Yeah. And, and I'm now in the process of accepting those and, and changing Mm it. Right. Why not using the right language? No, it's not about
0: right or wrong. It's because the way you're expressing it is, is what you're carrying inside. And what I'm saying is all of that to me is, is limitation because Yes, you might think, well, I if I could have done this, but the moment you go into, I should have done it this way, oh. and I didn't. We, we can clear that. I should have was the, what
1: killed me. Yes, because that keeps the, yes. you
0: feeling bad, and you, even though you're out there and you're you living your life and you're creating other things, that stuff is sitting inside of you, and it, it it affects your it 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 affects your sense of peace and ease. And when you're berating yourself for anything or feeling bad or you know I didn't do it this way.
1: Do we have time to do a little bit more or I'm gonna even look. I you know what's so funny is I haven't even looked. So okay. we've got about five minutes. Oh, to so go. maybe not. Yeah. yeah. So okay, and because I just my gosh, I just looked at the at the time. So because we have five minutes to yeah. go there would be a process of these affirmations. And then there's the actual, then there's, there's the, the tapping. tapping. So I, I think that just in my in my experience, because
0: I think because I'm doing it intuitively, and from a guided energetic place, and I'm doing other things, it moves very fast, things shift very quickly. But sometimes we do have to keep going. So if you had a belief, like if you were still feeling, oh, uh, you know, I, I didn't let that go, then we would just keep tapping. So you do um, EFT, the basic is you tap on the side of the, hand. side of the hand. Even though I have this anger, you have to get specific though, there's an art to it. but even though I have this, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. It works really well if you have a headache, if you have, you know, um, how does it work if you have a headache? Well, even though I have this headache, I deeply and completely okay. love and accept myself. Sometimes you have to go to the source again, the emotional the cause of the headache. But sometimes just clearing it out, because when you're stuck in that pain... Because sometimes that headache is a stress headache, it's anxiety, it's something... Okay, so it's not just a... Sometimes you have to go Physical. to the root of it, but sometimes it can clear just by just by because it, then you start thinking, oh, I have this headache. And now there's all of this meaning around it or at migraines. You know, migraines can get cleared as well. But if you believe that, you know, I get migraines and I get them all the time and they're horrible, you're recreating that. That's how powerful your mind is, as we were as we were saying. Right. So then the tapping, then you go to different points and you use a reminder phrase. So you would say this headache, this headache, this headache. people who are listening Mm -hmm. i'm tapping on different points like
1: the top of the head the temple side of the
0: so you go to your your eyebrow your side of the eye under the eye under the nose the chin the collarbone there are a few different a few other points but that's the basic uh part of eft i find that when somebody's really stuck in a belief that won't dislodge that's where i go into the tapping most of most of my sessions i do just on that side of the hand thing just channeling Releasing whatever's coming up, it's. I think and sometimes what were you just, doing
1: because I want people to know they they're listening. Yeah, that you had your hands were going a whole bunch of different places. I
0: don't even know. I'm moving energy. I'm just this is how my body expresses. And you know, I don't know if you had that happen, but sometimes when people are doing Reiki, because mm-hmm. you had a Reiki session they will be like breathing or sighing or, you know, some people cough or there's different ways that the body and I just let my body move the way it needs to. And that's often my hands, my body's twitching, I'm, my head's jerking around. It's, it's, it's just,
1: I don't know, I it's just what happens when I'm doing energy work. <laughs> Where should people go if they're looking for more information? You know, sometimes people are, are going to be open to a concept or to say, listen, I've Right. I've been in therapy for 10 years and seem to still be stuck in the exact same spot. Yes. Maybe there's a shift. Maybe I'm I'm blocking things with my, you know, energetically that I'm not facing. Where do they start in this process? Like where, what would be step one for them?
0: Well, people can, can always... Uh, email me call me message me on Facebook Um, go to my website I always offer like a free consultation just to we're not doing the energy work in there but I will tell you a bit more about how I think I can help you based on on your your situation or what you're trying to fix people often think their story is more is worse and and I you know that they can't be helped um People can uh, look into EFT if they're looking at EFT. They're the the main 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 website for EFT is emofree.com, e-m-o-f-r-e-e.com. There's a lot of uh, different versions of EFT, so you kind of have to be careful. But I think also like Louise Hayes work on the connection between energy and the mind, or a lot of law of attraction work. Um, Delves into this kind of stuff as well. You're still, you don't necessarily have the tool to make the changes and and and
1: clear the beliefs. That's where I think EFT is is really useful. Sometimes you need someone to guide you, right? You can believe, you can believe in the stuff. You can believe in a law of attraction. Uh, you can believe that you might be holding this negative aura, this negative energy. And so it's one thing to be aware of it. It's yeah. another one to be like, okay, exactly how do I release it? Yeah, then hire me and I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> so there are things. So yeah, I, I want people to just be open to that, right? If they're yeah. just feeling like stuck, like they're, they, they sense that they're the negative energy in yeah. the room, that there's something around them. And
0: I'm, I'm going against the grain because I'm telling people you don't have to be stuck. I have like the main sort of image on my Facebook page, on my business page is you're not stuck. You just think you are. And that's how powerful your mind is. If you believe you're stuck, but most of the world is telling you you're stuck, right? And there's a space for every kind of therapy and there's a space Mm -hmm. for traditional therapy. But traditional therapy is not gonna take you through, it's gonna help you manage or compartmentalize or deal with the pain. Whereas this kind of work will
1: actually help you release it. What about also for people who might have this positive side to them but are around the toxicity of people who are so negative energy, right? Like if yeah. you're in a constant, you're in a marriage or something where one yeah. is, it's like two very different energies and yet one eventually gets sucked. There's is going what? to be negative energy around
0: you all everywhere. And so as a creative force, as a creative, you know, piece of the universe, it's up to you to change your inner world and how you see the world and how you're interpreting the world and experiencing the world. I always say to people, your outer world is going to change. You have to change from the inside out. As you change your inner world and how you, you know, your beliefs and and remove your limitations and start believing in you as a creative power, then you can transcend those other people. And sometimes that spouse or that other person, they'll change or they'll go away. So again, there's there's beliefs there. You've got to be able to say, whatever happens, you know, if I change me and this other person doesn't like it, am I, am I okay losing them, right? you got to get real about stuff and allow your external world to change. But when you want change, you have to allow the change. And that's where I say, like, sometimes you think you want something, but you don't really want it. You've got to get in alignment with what it is that you desire, right? Because it might not look the way you want it to look. Mm-hmm. But you can absolutely change your external world, whether it's that you're healing your energy ends up showing up in how people show up in your world differently. But you may also change what you're choosing and start choosing something different or a different person and allow that to go away. And that's one of the big um, resistance pieces Allowing that change to
1: happen. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. That and hence why people are still stuck, right? It's just like yeah, they don't want to have to think. They don't want to. They they want to feel better. They just don't want to rock their world, right? Yeah. And And
0: we we were talking. I don't know if we did it before the podcast or or during the podcast about how you know like I I've started really made a commitment in the morning to getting up earlier and looking at my goals, my visualizations, and. I am, I'm aware, so I, again, I don't have my perfect life yet. Uh, I have bad things that happen to me, you know, and, and people and, but I see myself as 100% responsible for what I do with that, and for what I'm going to create. And when I haven't created the thing that I think I want, I look at myself, not the world around me, and look at me and what's going on inside of me and what beliefs am I carrying and where am I believing that I can't create that or, you know, I don't have it yet, so I can't have it. Like all of these little tiny things that we have that are, are not allowing the creation because I know it's me. I'm the one who's not doing something or who's doing something. So I look at that and I do that every day and I use my tools and I clear my stuff out and I create more and more and more. And when I don't create something I want, I look at it. Do I really want this? And if I do, then why haven't I created it yet? Not from a blaming place, not from an anger, not from, you know, criticizing myself, but an awareness that this is something holding me back. Okay, let me clear that. I'll use my tools. I'll use my EFT. I'll clear it out in whatever way I want. And now I'm more and more in alignment with
1: creating that goal and having that end result. Definitely something for people to think about definitely opening up a a very different type of conversation for people I really appreciate you coming uh, and I will have in the show notes all of the websites all of the information as to how you can uh, touch base with Diane and and more information especially on that website that really gave uh, a ton of information so people can go and educate themselves as well Mm -hmm. on the work that's being done in the meantime I want to say thank you to everyone for listening and for sharing and subscribing and for being part of the uh, Living Your Life with Leanne Lang part of the tribe it's been wonderful as I've mentioned to see things grow and to see it expand expand, and uh, as always, word of mouth, share, let people know that it exists. It's uh, the biggest gift that you can that you can do actually for me too in helping us uh, get the word out. Have a great day, everyone. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one.